Himalaya. You're listening to the Girl with Self-Esteem Issues, a Himalaya learning podcast to access my own your shit handbook filled with key insights and exercises and to join a community where you can chat directly with me. Go to Himalaya.com forward slash Rosie and enter promo code Rosie at checkout for your first 14 days absolutely free. I hope to see you there. Hey everyone, I'm Rosie Mercado and this is the Girl with Self-Esteem Issues podcast that talks about the good moments, the bad moments, and everything in between. Today's guest is a talented singer who's redefining Mexican music and we're talking about La Hermosa and then Ochoa. Helen, welcome to the podcast, mija. Hasta que nos conectamos. I know, I'm so excited. Oh my God. She called me Hermosa. And you guys, she is gorge. Those dimples <laughs> are life. Oh my God, thank <laughs> you like, so much, mama. I love you for her dimples. Oh, thank you. I've been following everything that you're doing. It's, it's empowering. It's inspiring. You are just like the definition of Latina boss. Like you are just going after it. I've oh. seen you like grow so much and you just have so many amazing things that are happening within your career, within your love life, which we're oh. going to be talking about today, which I'm super excited. <laughs> we want to start off always with some inspiration. I'm going to start today the conversation with the quote of the day and let me know what you think. Okay. So we're going to start okay. off. First of all, I just want to say thank you for being here, Mama, before we start with that inspiration. Oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you. I'm ready. All I'm right. Excited. The quote of the day. Today's quote is about love, and it comes from author Deepak Chopra. The secret of attraction is to love yourself. Attractive people judge neither themselves nor others. They're open to gestures of love. They think about love and they express their love in every action. And they know that love is not a mere sentiment, but it's the ultimate truth at the heart of the universe. ¿Qué te pareció? Wow. First of all, that's deep and so yeah. true. I've always said that I, I, I feel like love is the root of all happiness, you know, whether yeah. it's you're in love uh, with a person, you know, you're in love with your career, you're in love with your family, you're in love with your dog. It doesn't really matter. I feel like love is, is 100% definitely always the answer, especially in times like this. I think that, you know, lately we've, we've seen, uh, so many things happen on, on oh my god tell planet. me about it it's <laughs> oh my so god. many it's, things from and you said lot. it from the planet to the human beings to racism um, i mean we've talked about so many so many like crazy and sad and eye-opening and shocking things are happening and we're talking oh. about emotions and feelings how are you doing during this pandemic how are you holding up how oh, are you man. feeling so, you know, I have to be 100% honest because I think one of the biggest misconceptions, because I, I try to always, um, you know, diverge uh, my, my posts and, and, you know, my quotes and things that I'm um, feeding people daily to be super positive. But sometimes I'm not going to lie. There have been days where, you know, I've definitely felt it. I've definitely been in my feelings. I've been in my room and just kind of like, okay, I don't want to do a single thing today. I kind of just want to lay down. I want to stay in my PJs, you know, just like, oh my God, I don't want to do anything at all. Like I just, I started to get a little bit depressed and it's something that I've been struggling with since 2017. I had a really tough uh, breakup with my past label and it was really, really tough on me. A lot of stuff uh, happened during that time that I couldn't even begin to tell you how frustrating and uh, ultimately hurtful it was you know sometimes I think um, 
any any type of breakup, whether it's with a, a friend or whether it's with uh, you know a boyfriend, girlfriend, or in this case, you know something that was it, it was a professional relationship that I had yeah. with these people that I I one hundred percent thought that it was gonna go on, you know, for for a very long time, maybe not forever, you know, but for many years to come, and you know, it ended up being a really really tough breakup. It was super super public. It was very very hard on me. Um, but it's something that I was able to overcome over time. And during the pandemic, it kind of started to come back. I started those to thoughts, get those feelings again. Those thoughts those and thoughts. feelings, girl, they creep up, huh? It's like that voice, yes. that voice. And you're yes. just like, who's talking in that voice? And it's like, yes, you don't want to hear, but it's just so present and so loud within our yes. soul, within our minds. Talking about breakups, girl, I mean, you know, this pandemic brings up a lot of emotions, good and bad. We go through the roller coaster of emotions, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about a professional breakup and just breakup in itself, you said, anywhere, any type of breakup, it, it's so totally. hard to deal with because mm-hmm. it's a personal pain and attachment. And you're talking about, you know, whether you, you're in love with someone and your heart's broken, mm-hmm. whether you've been invested in time and working in a professional yes. relationship, you've invested your time and energy in that and who you are totally. and it's no longer there. How do you deal with breakups in general? Like, how have you been able to get on the other side? I I think that you brought up a very good point. You know, it's like uh, all of a sudden you're you're with these people all the time or or with this person all the time. And then all of a sudden from one day to another, it's like, boom, you're you're not even friends anymore. Like, you're not necessarily enemies or at least in my heart, I don't feel like. You know, I didn't, I didn't if want you're blessed enough, girl, if you're blessed exactly. enough, you're not enemies, if you're exactly. blessed enough, because you know how chaos is, especially yeah, now, people I know are crazy. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, I, I swear, it's like, it's, it's, it could be really nasty, but I think in my case, I tried to always keep that mentality. You know, I, I don't want to gain you guys as enemies. You know, I don't see you that way. If you see me that way, God bless you. God illuminate you. But at least in my heart, you know, I don't That's have animosity. Yet. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be a part of my, um, you know, my, uh, my daily day, you know, I just yeah. don't want it. So, cause I it's so toxic. Like first thing, yeah. It's it's like, it just toxic. brings you down. It's so hard. Totally. It's so hard to deal with those emotions. Yeah. Exactly. And then before you know it, you start to get depressed, you start to get anxiety, you start to feel like, you know, you need that person, you know, God brings us into this world alone for a reason, you know, and we leave yeah. this world alone for a reason. You know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, I think the first thing you need to do is recognize your own faults, you know, before mm, you point a finger and before you, exactly. You have look to kind of look inward. at yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and recognize, okay, where did I go wrong? What did I do uh, that I could have done differently? Uh, yeah, and you know, you rectify it. You, if you have a chance to apologize, you apologize. If there's no way, then, you know, you, you pray for that person and you apologize to God. And, and sometimes you don't get those chances, you know, you don't get those opportunities. So, Mm. Um, I, I feel like that's the first step. And the second step is to forgive yourself, you know, forgive yourself so for whatever happened. Yeah. And I that's think that's so that's, important because you're human. Like you totally. make mistakes. It's okay. Yes. You know, what's not okay is to stay in that place, but yes. it is okay to make mistakes because that is part of evolution. That is part of us growing. That's part of us being, mm-hmm. you know, human beings and having human emotions. Yeah. I mean, that's so important being mm-hmm. able to forgive yourself and then asking the right questions. I love that you brought that up because sometimes we go into like, why did this happen to me? It's like, yeah, let's not play the victim. Let's not stay there. Cause it's not going to serve you. You're not going to feel good about going that, that totally. direction, totally. but it is important to like 
you know, did I contribute to this? Is, is there something that mm -hmm. I did? Um, could I have done things differently? And I think the biggest question, what did I learn? And I love that you said, yes. learn to apologize. We got to check our mm -hmm. ego at the door and sometimes say, look, I, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. It was not my intention. Or, you know, yeah. if I did that, I really didn't mean to hurt you. And I'm genuinely sorry. And with being sorry, don't do it again. Yeah. Totally. I think that that's something so important. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, we get so wrapped up in, in the fact that what well, they did to me or, or she this or she that or me las van a pagar. Know, hurt me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Sometimes people get revengeful. And I think that that's ultimately it's it's a poison and it's a poison yes. that we ourselves are killing ourselves with on a daily the more we carry it. So I feel like in my case, you know, I wasn't necessarily I didn't feel revengeful. I didn't feel like I wanted to like hurt them. On the contrary, I felt like, you know, at first, why did they hurt me? Why did they do this to me? Until I started asking questions. Okay, what is this teaching me? You know, yeah. what could I have done differently? Uh, where did I go wrong when this happened or that happened? And I think ultimately that's what kind of helped me to start to heal. And for a long time, I was fine. I didn't think about it. You know, the, the pandemic happens. This quarantine happens. Because it forces this sudden, to be with yourself and your it, thoughts. It really does. Doesn't it? It's it like, really does. I'm here. I, I'm like, it's like you, you literally have nowhere to go. You have nothing to do. And I'm used to being so on the go all the time oh. that I think it was just like, a, okay, now we're going to shut this down for a second. You're going to sit down and you're just, like you said, you know, you you have you, yourself, and my fiance is with me 24-7. We're always together. We've been like this for now our almost 13 years. We're going to be celebrating 13 years in a month. It's insanity. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> he, even he was kind of like, okay, what's going on with you? You know, what's wrong? I, I've noticed you, you different. You seem more down or energy irritable. doesn't lie, girl. Energy yeah, does not energy lie. Was, it was off the wall, you know, and I, I think I kind of had to take a step back and understand what was happening to me. And then finally I told him, you know what, I, I think I'm suffering from anxiety again. I have to channel my anxiety because it's starting to, yeah. it's starting to take hold of me. It's starting to affect me now physically, you know, I, I would start yeah. to kind of shake and then I'd get really hot and then I'd start Oof. feeling it in the back of my neck. I'd start feeling it in my lower Tensing back. Up. It was Oof. just... Yeah, and I'd start getting really tense. So I was like, okay, what are the things that are triggering this anxiety? And I started to realize um, it's me. It's my thoughts. It's my head. So I think ultimately I had to take a step back and, okay, is this really this big of a deal? Okay, is this really yeah. relevant today? Or is it going to be relevant in five years? So just take a step back, get back in it, and then you're going to be fine again. And sure enough, that's kind of how I've been. I'll take a step back. I take a deep breath. I kind of reflect, and then I come back. And I'm mm. able to, I'm able to have stability again because it literally was getting to a point where I was just, I, I was starting to hyperventilate. I mean, it's something that I, I, like I said, I suffered with a lot in 2017 and then yeah. a part of 2018 and then it kind of calmed down and it started to come back as soon as this quarantine happened. But luckily, you know, I, I have a lot of really amazing people that surround me. I have my family. So with important. Me it's so important. So oh important. Like, your foundation is everything, you know, and I Absolutely. think that ultimately when you have people that surround you that are constantly motivating you and that are constantly telling you, you know, you're huge worth help. it and, you know, it's, it's a huge but, help. It, it's a huge rectification of, okay, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the and right it, path. I'm okay. 
and it's so important to have people speak life over to you having and being surrounded by family and people who actually love you and care and are supportive yeah. in your, not only in your successful moments, but in your darkest moments that could speak life yes. into you. Cause we all need that. But totally. you talked about channeling, you know, your music is super relatable girl, especially for women who are looking oh. for love or who are in relationships. Would you say that, you know, your music has been directly influenced by your life and your, in your experiences, whether good or bad. I mean, do you channel a lot through your music? Totally. I think that every artist, um, d- does, you know, and I, I feel like some, sometimes, you know, certain songs are imposed on you, you know, Hey, I really like this song yeah. from the songwriter. You sometimes get songs that don't necessarily come from you. You know, it comes from the label, but then you hear it and you relate to it. You're immediately yeah. like drawn to it or, you know, sometimes it, it happens and sometimes it may not, but I think in 99% of the cases, 99% of the songs that I've ever recorded, have had something to do with the past experience, a life experience that's happening at the moment. Channeling uh, even my depression, you know, and yeah. uh, I have a song called No Pienses Que Es Por Ti. And it basically talks about, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> it, it I don't think so. About, exactly. It's, if I'm happy, it's because of me. If yeah. I'm sad, it's because of me. If I'm successful, it's because of me. Don't get it twisted. Nothing <laughs> has to do with you. Don't think it's about you. I, so I think that ultimately these types of songs are, important to me because even though sometimes they don't necessarily have to do with love or or a significant other you know sometimes they have to do with other situations but they relate to me and ultimately they're going to relate to the people that are listening to it so um you know i've I've sung about love because i am in love you know thankfully i've been in love oh wait for that we're gonna be talking about that up ahead girl i'm in love with love girl i think (laughs) i think you know everybody is you know when you find love it is the most beautiful thing to be able to be connected to someone that you love, that you have feelings for, that you're attracted to and and have that reciprocated and, and that you come to a place where you could uh, find each other and meet eye to eye and say, we're walking in the same direction, but we're going to be talking about that up ahead girl. Now, we're, we're talking about emotions, anxieties, ups and downs. You get to sing about things that are relatable things that you're feeling. What about heartbreak? The thing about heartbreak, is it therapeutic for you? Because look, as, as a woman, I've done some crazy shit. And I think, you know, it's about being raw, real, and relatable. We all go through crazy shit. We all get our heart broken. Um, but what a beautiful thing to be able to sing about heartbreak that so many people go through. And yeah. to be able to, like, really heal through that and just put it all yeah. out there. I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel it's therapeutic for you? And no, it's definitely it's definitely therapeutic. And it has been a part of my healing process. I'll tell you something. There's different levels heartbreak and I think sometimes people forget that because if you hear a heartbreak song you know you hear something like adios amor you know adios amor is a song that's that's relatable because it's talking about someone that's still hurt you know I'm still heartbroken over this I'm still hurt and then there's songs like you know songs that Paquita la del barrio sings you know inutil animal rastrero you know it's like (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta about, love her for that. When I heard that, I was because, like, "Hell yeah, yeah!" That's where I'm at in my yeah. emotions at this point right now. That's how. That's I yeah. don't know what that stage is. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, I, 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 I'm right I there with you. If I had a name for it, if I had a name for it, I think it would be the I. I still love you, but forget you, fool. And then the next thing is, it's not about you. Yeah, it's not about you. It's anymore. not about you. I'm anymore. done. I'm done. It's her, about me. But now yeah. I'm good. Deuces. So I feel like there's there's literally different levels to heartbreak songs, different levels to love songs, you know, but those are those are my absolute favorite to sing. You know, and I, I've found that at concerts and you know, live shows that I've done, uh, you know, when I when I sing and I watch the crowd, I always pay attention to the women. 
You know, the women, ultimately, those are the ones that you want to put in your back pocket. Those are the ones that you want to relate to you. And 90% of the time, you know, when I look out in the crowd and I'm singing a heartbreak song, it's the chicks. They're drunk. They're pissed. You know, even if they're with their boyfriend, you know, you heard me. You heard me. (laughs) You bastard. Yeah. Like all of that's so true, but you have to admit, like you think about all this and I think you can relate in your career, girl. Like you have Jenny Rivera and you have Paquita del Barrio and you see them, you see their videos when they are like talking about love and they are just talking just like, you know, they're just pouring it out the way it is. And you see the cameras just view out, like you're watching all these, these women are standing, they're crying, they're screaming, they're angry, they're happy. It's like an anthem to them. It's kind of like their therapy also with, with, do you feel that people go through therapy with you when you're singing these songs? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like that's their book club and it's my book club too. (laughs) Like ultimately it's like, you know, Helen's book club. Hey. Yeah. And we, we kind of just like, we, uh, uh, you, you, yep, me too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me too. Right? Yes. I feel you. Fuck that. Yes. Screw him. <laughs> like, you know, you kind of immediately with women, that, that's, you know, that's how it is. And I've, I've, you know, seen concerts of these women. I've been to concerts of these women. I had the opportunity to actually open a concert for Paquita in 2000. Wow. I think it was 2018 in Guadalajara. It was Okay, I was expecting, or from what they told me, we're expecting at least 9,000 people. Well, I show up to open this show. And uh, they told me it's a full house. I said, okay, so what does a full house mean? There are 18,000 people here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. It was the most nerve-wracking And then you see why she's so relatable. Because people, like you see, when someone's relatable, people show up. Totally. And it wasn't just like, it was like all ages of women. You know, it was young teenage women. It was, you know, uh, women in their 20s, 30s, you know, and then it was... You know, older women, women my age, women my grandma's age, you know, and they're all sitting there. They all have their chela and they're just, they're ready. You know, they're ready to throw dirt on this man that hurt them in 1976. But I mean, it's like, you, you think about these things and it's just, I, I, I felt like, oh my God, this is exactly what I want. This is exactly <laughs> what amazing. I love to accomplish with, with my songs. You know, I love for people to, to feel what I'm singing, understand what I'm singing and knowing that they've gone through it too, you know, just, it makes me feel more human. And I think it makes them feel more mm. relatable to me. So I definitely think that for me, it's been therapeutic and it's been, it's, it's a healer, you know, music has always been a healer, but especially when I do concerts and I see it, I see the people's you reaction. I think that you that's the validation it. that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You need all right, Mamita, so we talked about heartbreak. We talked about the therapy and being relatable through your music. But now, entras una etapa nueva, a brand new yes. area in your life. So we understand that you are engaged, girl. Congratulations on not only finding yes. love, celebrating love. Tell us what it is like to find love after you've gone through so many things. And you openly sing about love and, you know, the loss of love so, so many years. So now, now what? You're, you're engaged. How does it feel and how does it influence your music? 
I think it's it's one of the best feelings in the world, especially when you find somebody that, you know, it's is 100% your your other half. You know, I have to say me and my fiance are, are super different, you know, in terms of our feelings, our emotions, how we handle our feelings and emotions. Your love languages, um, girl. Our, yeah, our personalities are completely different. I think the only thing that we we know to have that's exactly the same is how much we love each other. And I think that oh, ultimately it's, it's one of the... I feel but that's like not a bad thing, though. That's not a, that's not a bad thing. Look at you. Como no, niña chiquita. Isn't that everybody, though? Isn't that every woman when they find love? I know it was when I did, so... Yeah. So, I mean, now you, you, you know, after so long, you have to find, you know, these, these new and exciting ways to, you know, just, just not necessarily keep things fresh. And, you know, cause I hear that a lot from people, but I feel like every day is an adventure with this guy. I swear. And I know he feels that way with me. It's like every single day, you know, is, is a new challenge or, you know, a new, you know, something good. Like we, we always have blessings every single day. And I think that, that's, even through this that's pandemic the reason yeah that's the reason why we we've, we've been together so long you know and I, I think that understanding each other is is one of the biggest you know key things and he's definitely influenced my music he's been working with me since 2011 now he manages everything that I do he's co-owner of my record label because that's another thing that you know when I left my my label back in 2000 it was like the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. And I kind of just like, okay, now what are we going to do? We were literally broke as a joke, you guys. Broke as a joke. We had no mm, I've been there, done that, girl. Yes, I have been there, done that. I know so how that bad. feels. Negative money uh, yes. in the account. And you're just like, literally. all right, nobody knows what I'm living through. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, I have like, you know, $14. Oh, I have $92, you know? So don't even trip, you know, we, we can make this last for a week. And we found very crazy, interesting, unique ways to do that, you know, and I think that he's literally been with me in my worst times and, and, you know, now you can in my celebrate best, your times. best times. Totally. So he's been with me in my best times. He's been with me in some of my worst times. And when I say worst times, I mean like literally where I was at a point where there was just almost no return. I had gone through a really hardcore very extensive and deep depression. And um, honestly, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my parents. I have five sisters. I didn't tell a single sister. Uh, you know, I've, I've, you know, tons of friends, really good friends, friends that would always kind of check up on me and, you know, friends that are in my life, like on a daily. And I never told any of them. The only one that knew what was going on was him. And honestly, it's, it's a very big blessing that I have a partner that's so supportive, that's so understanding mm, um, that's who so takes care of me. It's a healthy type and of love. When I, yeah, it's a very healthy type of love. And I think when I say takes care of me, because a lot of people can misconstrue this for something monetary. I mean, you know, puts emotionally puts his uh, feelings aside to put mine first. And he does this constantly. Mm. I mean, and I, I can't think of. A so he understands your to, love language. Totally. Totally. What's and your I, love language? I can't think of a better. I, I feel like. It's, it's definitely, it's chaotic sometimes. I, I have to be honest because I'm a little bit of, of a lot of things. And I have a really big, bold personality and he's actually very shy. He's very calm. He's very tame. Um, you know, but when we're alone, obviously, he's a fucking wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 
ya, 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 girl, ya te salió. Oh my God, girl. That's why you got that big old smile before you got on camera, girl. That's why she's all looking fresh. She's got to walk at home. But I think it's important, you know, that I, I say this because, you know, so many people think that he's, he's this shy, you know, just kind of tame person like, that they see behind the scenes. You just don't know. You just, you just don't, don't know. know. <laughs> exactly. Girl, what has been the, oh, oh, orale. <laughs> All right, girl. She's like, mm. <laughs> uh, what been the, oh my God, girl. Besides having some good loving at home and some good sex, because good sex is important. We can't it's lie about very that. Important. That connection so is important. Girls. It's above and beyond. Don't you think? Like it's yes. above and beyond. Like totally. making love and like being able to share. Um, Cause you're not only sharing your body, you're sharing that spirit that like, this is a very yeah. special connection. I think people, so yes. many people like misconstrue it and, and they end up confusing it for love. But I really feel that there is a huge difference when two people that are truly in love and with the same vision going forward. And totally. when you share that intimate moment, like it's, it, it just takes relationships to the next level when there's that understanding. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I just think it, it's such I, a, I it's such an amazing, empowering, Feeling loving thing that that and can become really energies. fun. Yeah, you're sharing yeah. energy. People don't understand how much energy yeah. is intertwining when you are making love with a exactly. person that you are in love with. Like, there's a lot exactly. of energy. There's giving and taking of energy. So totally, uh, girl. Good. Well, good for you. You got a Mufasa at home, girl. What has? I mean, you're obviously <laughs> very happy. Uh, what has this type of love helped? You know, what has it taught you? Because it's important. We go through different love stages in our life and. And I feel like everybody goes through the heartbreak and, you know, deception. And then you go through the lies and like everybody has different types of breakup stories that they've gone through. But I know that at some point in our lives, we are all worthy of love. We all end up attracting like what we attract into our life is really a reflection of ourselves. So it tells you a lot where you are in your life. And when you get to this place where you have a healthy relationship with yourself and you're not so much out there looking for love things start happening, falling into place and you start reflecting the person, you know, the person that you attract into your life, it becomes a reflection of you and you start, you have boundaries and then you just, you know, attract a person that mm-hmm. is walking with the same vision looking forward, but also is willing to invest in the relationship. It's not you chasing or it's not yeah. just them chasing you. Like you're just at this mature type of love. Like I'm in it to become a better human being, but I'm also going to support you and become a better human being. And I'm going to support yeah. your wishes and stuff. What has love taught you? I think it's definitely taught me patience, understanding. It's definitely taught me a lot about myself that I didn't know. Like I was very afraid to be vulnerable. Even with him, after so many years of being with him, I was very, very afraid of vulnerability because ultimately I'd been hurt so many times before that I think that, you know, I I started to kind of put my guard up. Even with somebody that was always so sweet He's always been uh, you're always thinking like with me. You always think in the back yeah. of your mind, don't you? When totally. you get hurt, you're like, okay, que lo que quiere. Okay. Like, what does he want? Yeah. Maybe don't what you? if he's doing this just to exactly and, and it hurts because sometimes, you know, there's a lot of men out there, you know, and not all of them, you know, but most of them. Well, I shouldn't say most of them, but some some of a them. Big majority, <laughs> you know, big majority. And obviously, you know, it's a natural thing. They want that booty. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we have to be very we have to be very mindful of ourselves, about how our energy feels around this person. And how, pay attention. You know, it it doesn't lie. Pay attention. It Your doesn't energy lie. doesn't lie. Yes. And then we, and because we want love yes. so bad, we ignore yes. the red signs just because we yes. want that connection. That's not my what the, they want a different kind of connection. Um, exactly. But you gotta pay attention and be patient for the right type of connection. And your 
energy, your totally. gut feeling tells you. And sometimes we run into these heartbreaks and problems because we ignored those red flags. And I know I'm exactly. guilty of that. And I've learned from that. Uh-huh. That's why I'm like, patience is like the number one thing that you should have totally. when it comes to attracting love. Because when you wait, you need to see that they're going to invest as much as you're, you're investing in their relationship. And also you need to confirm that what they speak is their truth. You know, when people show you what they, you know, who and what they say and they are, you totally. should believe them the first time around exactly. and not ignore it. Like, oh, it'll get better exactly. later or we'll fix it later. No, pay yeah. attention from the very beginning. Save yourself yeah. a heartbreak. And I think one of the things that, you know, really made me change my mind, because mind you, I met, I met my fiance when he was 17. I was 19 at the time. We met, um, actually, and in, in, uh, we met at his sister's bridal shower, but we would have met in college either way, because he was already pledging to be in a fraternity. I was in a sorority. So we'd see each other a lot at our university. Um, but and basically, like, hey, he tried. How you do? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's exact. That was his thing. He was literally like, but he was. He was very calm about it. He was such a gentleman. I thought, oh, my God, he's, he's a really nice guy. You know, and he tried to, like, you know, just just come at me for, like, two years. And for a long time, we were literally just friends, just friends. And I always thought, you know, if, if we get together, what if something happens? What if it goes wrong? Something goes awry, and then we end up not even being friends. So I kept telling uh-huh. him, no, let's just be friends. You know, and then finally, there came, came out. I was, yeah, I was like, okay, I, I was literally single for like two months. And I'm like, okay, I want to be single. I want to have fun. I want to just, you know, get out there and do my thing. And he's my friend during this time. And so basically I had gone on a date with another guy when I told him, you know, oh yeah, I went on this date. And he's like, you oh, date? what? He started acting really weird with me. I already had a feeling. I'm like, okay, if, if he feels something that he should just flat out say it. So one time we all go out as friends and then he literally just says, okay, so do you like this guy? I was like, okay, why are you asking me this? He's like, you know why I'm asking you this. I'm like, okay, well, I like him, but I'm, it's nothing serious. We just went on a couple of dates and he basically was like, okay, you know, I, I, if he's a nice guy and you like him, you should give him a chance. I said, well, I don't want to give him a chance because I don't want to have a boyfriend. I want to just be single. I want to just have fun. And he said, well, I just, you know, you know that I, you know that I love you. I've loved you since the first day I met you. I'm always going to love you. And I, he's like, you already know this. And I kind of just, wait a minute, you know, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden he tells me, um, I want you to be happy. You know, if this guy makes you happy, go, go give oh, that guy a chance. Girl. I said, I, I'm not going to give him a chance because I don't want to have a boyfriend. I was like, so drop it, drop it. And then he says, I just want you to be happy even if it's not with me. That was like, Girl. it's like the most, it's, it might be the oldest trick in the book, guys, but let me tell you, I freaking fell for it. I thought it was the most adorable thing. I swear, literally that night. We and you're like, that night, you're house. like, status change. Status change. I was change. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, I swear, I was like, my, I, I, I feel like I had a blindfold on for the longest time. And I think because he was so young when we first met, I kept telling him, you know, you, you just got into school, you know, you're. You're, you just turned 18. Like, go make mistakes. Go have fun. Go do, <laughs> go batshit crazy. I'm like, this isn't it. You know, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be your girlfriend. You're supposed to hook up with chicks and drink and, and mm-hmm. stay up late and do all these things. And it, do you I think, think that was your, time, like, wa- do you think that was like your wall speaking? That was definitely my your wall. wall that was 100% my wall. Because at the end of the day, I also kind of felt like, you know, I, I also don't want to jump into this relationship. You know, I, I was super young too, you know, and I just got out of a really really toxic relationship my ex was horrible to me he was already getting freaked out so i told him no let's just let's just be friends and 
Yeah, and and I'm glad we did. You know, we got to know each other on a really different level, and I knew all of his his secrets. You know, he knew a lot of mine, so it was just kind of like at first when we started dating, it was super weird. We didn't tell anybody. He didn't tell his family. I didn't tell my family. Finally, we came out to everybody. Hey guys, so we're gonna <laughs> date. Everybody was like, "Yay, we knew it. Oh we my knew God. everybody knew it, but you. Yeah, everybody, everybody knew, knew it, but you." It was like, whoa. Girl, that's the way it was with my mom. My mom, I I show up with my with my husband and she's like, I know it. Like, yo sabía que te ibas a casar con él. Like and and I was like, really? Like I could have avoided all this heartbreak. Why why was I not just patient and just just waiting? Why why didn't I just take the time? But as he passed out, there's lessons and everything. Moms always know. Girl, I like to do this thing that we call Rosie's takeaways. And um, this is where we talk about mistakes, mistakes that we did in the past Uh and what we learned from them. And I think it's so important because everybody, like everybody's human. And I love this Uh part because we all screw up. It's okay to make mistakes. We learn from them. So would you share with us one of the mistakes that you did in the past that you're like, this was the biggest lesson and it made me the the woman that I am today? You know, something I I used to... One of the biggest mistakes I used to make in the past was believe that everyone's my friend. I could trust everybody. Mm. Everybody that's nice to me has the same heart that I do. And I think that at the end of the day, it was it, it was something that didn't just teach me to kind of take a step back and pay attention to these things that we were talking about previously, pay attention to energies, pay attention to how people actions. talk, how they, how they express themselves about other people, how they, oh, that's they a big treat, one. you know, other He's people, missed. yeah, you gotta how be they careful treat with that. people, totally, a hundred percent, you know, how they treat people uh, that can do nothing for them, you know, and I, I think before I, I never paid attention to these things because I, I just, I, I think I had tunnel vision when it came to, you know, people that came into my life. And I really 100% thought, you know, this person would never hurt me. This would never happen to me with, with so-and-so because, you know, they, they love me too much or they care about me. They've told me they care about me. They, I, I think ultimately I started to understand that actions are, are everything because I, I especially, yeah, I, I especially, would go above and beyond for people. And then, you know, it's not that you do it to get something back. It's just something as simple as, you know, I'm, I'm feeling down today. I just need to talk to somebody. And they were, a lot of these people weren't there. Yeah. You get to find out. In those dark moments, like yeah. we said earlier, you get to find out who your yeah. true friends are. And like you totally. said, it is important. Actions speak louder than words, ladies. Pay attention yes. to the actions. Yes. Don't make excuses for those people because at the end of the day, yes. you end up getting hurt. You want to invest yeah. your quality time, your genuine love with people who are genuinely, mm-hmm. you know, doing the same thing with you that want to build a relationship that want your best mm-hmm. you know what you give out it, you know comes right back just know that that's a blessing totally. pay attention to those actions Mamita, thank yeah. you so much for sharing your your takeaway with today it's really it's about paying attention yes. to those actions and girl one thing just one quick thing please share some inspiration for all those women that are waiting to find love and have given oh up on that God. a quick inspiration so they could just you know listen to this and just get new hope that Love is around the corner. It happens in, I, I feel that it happens in God's timing and not in our timing. And you know what? You know, I've learned, you know, you cannot give up on love. You, you try totally. one, you know, once and once and once and once and once yeah. and once again. You can't give up on that. Inspiration for them. 100%. Uh, love yourself first. That's first and foremost. I think one of the most important things that you can do. I used to have a neighbor when I lived in downtown LA. She was, I think, 83 years old, lived with her husband. 
um, and then got a divorce. And then when asked, you know, why after so many years she got a divorce, she said, look, I have very few years left on this earth. And the last remaining years that I'm going to live here, I want to live them happy. And I want to live them with me. I thought that was the biggest act of self-love I've ever heard of in my entire life. I think that before we open the door to somebody else, we have to be sure of the fact that we are in love with our life. We are in love with our flaws. We are in love with our hearts, with our bodies, with our minds, our souls. And then we're going to be able to open that door and we're going to be very selective of, you know what, this trait, this trait, and this trait does not serve me. It's not good for me. I don't need it because I think that's a mistake that sometimes we as women make. You know, we, we want it so bad that we're willing to accept certain things that we know damn well is not going to be good for us in the future, but just because we want it in the moment, we're willing to downgrade these things. And you mm. know, I'm not talking about money and careers. And I'm, I'm talking about values. values and morals and education. And when I say education, I don't mean just book smarts. I mean just education in general. In general. You know, somebody that treats other people with kindness and morale. So, you know, I think that <sighs> if we're going to find love, you know, we have to love ourselves first and then, we're going to be able to open that door and be not just selective, but, you know, be mindful of, you know, that this, this love is, is, you know, th- this one it's makes you feel good. This yeah. is valuable. Yes. He has these flaws, but I can live with this, you know, yeah. th- because I want this, you know, there's certain yeah. things that you, you guys will find a way you, you'll, you'll find that balance once you start to feel it, you know, but you have to really pay attention to what this says. Sometimes Absolutely. this one's tricky. <laughs> ladies and last but not least or for anybody that, that's listening it's important to always come from a place of inspiration and not desperation yes. and then thank you yes. so much mamita these are all the questions oh. for today thank you so much for sharing your wisdom your fun moments your laughter oh. and of course you know all those takeaways that you shared with us thank you so much it's it's great getting to look know a little bit more oh. about you i'm wishing you love success and you know what keep sharing keep sharing the joy girl and keep inspiring us with your music i can't wait oh. Thank you so much, Bonita. I had a blast, you guys. I cannot wait for everybody to, you know, see what's coming. I have a lot of new things, a lot of new music coming soon. Uh, 10, 2020 and already prepping for 2021. Mm -hmm. I'm engaged, guys. I'm a business owner now. Um, I'm a woman with flaws, but I'm also a woman with a lot of heart. So thank you guys so much for this space. Thank you. Mamita, where can they find you? Share with everybody where they can follow you. Arroba or, or at Helen. Sorry, I'm so used to saying it. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Helen underscore Ochoa on uh, Instagram. And then you'll find links to follow me everywhere else. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I'm a little nutty on TikTok, guys. I kind of like started to get into the groove of it. And then, oh my God, it's, it's just, go. it's for fun, guys. <laughs> that one's just for fun. But on it's a more so serious good. note, you want to know what's going on with me? I'm, I'm always on Instagram. I'm always answering Um I have a phone number where people can text me now. I'm going to be dropping mm. that in my stories. I drop it every every other uh, week. It's been a while, but I have to I have to go ahead and post it so that they could text me directly. I do have a phone number, so um, there's a lot of ways to connect with me. Aww. I'm like really hands on with my followers, so there so. you go. All right, follow mamita. Me. Make sure to follow Helen Ochoa. Mamita, thank you so much for your time. I'm sending thank you lots you, of love. Que sigas adelante. Yeah, and I hope you. to get an invitation for that wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I'd love to cake go. Cake and champagne, girl. Hey, <laughs> all day. <laughs> you thank guys. Thank you, bonita. Helen Ochoa and I'm Rosie Mercado. And you just listened to the Girl with Self-Esteem Issues podcast on Himalaya.com. 
The importance of self-respect and teaching people how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you by showing them how you treat yourself. If you don't have healthy boundaries, if you don't rest, if you don't take care of yourself and you don't know how to say no, people are going to pick up on this energy and they will take advantage of you. You have to let people know that you honor yourself. And if they come in the way of draining you, disrespecting you, or take you for granted, not only are you going to cut them off, but you will do it gracefully because you matter. Next, you got to understand your life values. What matters to you? Loyalty, integrity, authenticity, the give and take. Operate from your values and attract like-minded people who share those same values. If you waste your time with people who do not value what you value, I promise you, your life is going to be a living hell trying to not only work with them, befriend them, or even love them. If you want to generate change that is meaningful, you need to first recognize how your own behaviors contribute to the way that others treat you. Only then can you begin to setting healthy boundaries to give yourself what you need and to create the life that you long for. Remember, I'm always here to help and always here to grow with you. If you want to hear more about my journey, be sure to check out my memoir, The Girl with Self-Esteem Issues, available in both English and Spanish through HarperCollins and HarperOne. You can find the link to purchase in the show description or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening to The Girl with Self-Esteem Issues, a Himalaya learning podcast. To access my Own Your Shit handbook filled with key insights and exercises and to join a community where you could chat directly with me, go to Himalaya.com forward slash Rosie and enter promo code Rosie at checkout for your first 14 days absolutely free. I hope to see you there.